TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Swing and a drive. Right center field. This one is falling. It's a base hit. It'll go up the alley. Rutland will score. Ruiz around third. He is being waved home. The Phillies have won the ball game. Ruiz yes. slides. Rollins has won it. They stream out of the dugout. Yeah. Rollins by yeah. near third. This game is over as the Phillies Woo. strike again with two outs in the ninth inning. And they have a three games to one lead. Oh, what a moment. Welcome back. It's the Midday Show. That never gets old. Kyle could play that coming back from a break every day, and I don't think anyone would complain. As uh, tonight, Hugh, at 6 o'clock, we get the official announcement for this year's Baseball Hall of Fame class. And we have some ex-Phillies on the ballot this year. And it's interesting because that, that great Phillies team that you know the call was from, Rollins and Utley and Howard and Hamels, there is a chance, and I think it's a small chance, but a chance that none of those guys end up in the Hall of Fame. But we do know two of them are on the Hall of Fame ballot right now. It's Chase Utley's first year. On the Hall of Fame ballot, Hugh, and I believe this is year number three for Jimmy Rollins on the ballot. Yeah. And here's my instinct on this. My instinct, if, if I had a vote, I would vote for Utley. I would not vote for Rollins. I think Utley is a Hall of Famer, despite what Howard Eskin tried to spin to us a little while ago. I do believe Utley is a Hall of Famer, one of the great second basemen, I, I think, in baseball history. And I have Rollins one notch below. I know a lot of people feel it's almost flipped to what I think, and they think it's the opposite. Hugh Rollins Utley. When you think of those two guys, you think we have two Hall of Famers, zero or one and one? I would say I would say one and one, and I I would probably go and looking at the numbers here and trying to figure this out. I would probably go Jimmy Rollins in this situation. He played more games than Chase Utley. I know his WAR was higher. Chase Utley's WAR yep. was higher than Jimmy Rollins, and and that was one of the things when you talk about their numbers, comparing uh, batting average and everything like that is really really similar. But the thing that that really sticks out to his war, his uh, what is it called? The wins above replacement. Yeah, for Utley. Yeah, it's, it's like sixty-four to Jimmy Rollins is forty-seven. So I think that means a lot when you hear people talk about baseball players and, and and how they rate them, even though Jimmy played more baseball games than him. So it's so. interesting with the two of them. Uh, Utley has more of the new school, like that you mentioned, war right? His higher that's that's kind of the new school voting. Rollins is more of an old school candidate. He, yeah. You said he played more games. He had more hits. He won an MVP. Utley didn't win an MVP, although he got close Utley had a lot more of years. Home runs. Utley did have more home runs. Um, I think Rollins was better defensively. Though yeah. I, I disagree with Howard. I, I thought Utley was good defensively, but I thought Rollins was a great I, defender. I think I think Rollins was because I remember one time talking to Jimmy, and 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 he was telling me some of the nuances of, of playing shortstop and how difficult it is, and and what he had to do, and how some of the some of the messages that were relayed during the course of the game that we don't know as the casual fan. So that's why I kind of lean towards J. Roll a little bit. 
So the one thing that pushes uh, Utley over the top for me is I thought for about a six- or seven-year stretch, he was one of the best overall players in baseball, not just second baseman. I mean, it was Pujols, and then he's right there. I mean, you go back to that era. You know, A-Rod was kind of older at that point. Mm-hmm. Pujols was the best player. It was before Trout arrived, before Harper arrived. It was that, that kind of weird time. I guess you could throw Miguel Cabrera in that mix, too. He was a great player. But I thought Utley had a five- or six-year stretch where he was one of the five best players in all of baseball. Rollins, I I just thought Rollins was more steady. Like, he was good for, I don't know, 12 years. Meanwhile, Utley was great for, I would say, about a five- or six-year stretch. So the voting is tonight. I think Utley is going to do better on the ballot. This is his first time on the yeah, ballot. Yeah, but he, he, probably won't, he probably won't get the nod, though, this year. I don't think so. Um, I think th- if I had to guess this year's inductees tonight, I think you're going to see Adrian Beltre, who's pretty much a lock. Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, I think they'll all be in the Hall of Fame tonight. So I think we'll have three inductees. If I had a ballot, here, here's my I have my hypothetical ballot for you. It's hypothetical. Hi, if I had a ballot, here's what I'd vote for. I would vote for Chase Utley, Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, Carlos Beltran, Andrew Jones, and Alex Rodriguez. In that order. Yeah, those would be my seven guys. I'd have them on the ballot right now. I think Utley's going to go. I mean, he... It's interesting. I, I think most of our listeners here would say Rollins over Utley, but I think Utley's got a better chance. I think because of I think part part of that is because of what what Utley meant here in his celebrity. But when you look at the numbers, to me, it's the, it's the J roll thing, and and to me, I look at the longevity and and actually being out there, out there playing. So that's why I kind of lean towards J roll in this. One. I also wonder if as time goes on, if one does get in, if it helps the other, because people will be like, hey, they were they were a great kind combo. Of a, yeah, and 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 their numbers are. So Super close. They they they're not. Yeah, you're right. They're not. It's not like one guy is a lock and the other guy isn't. I think they're both very debatable. Like I could see points. I mean, if Utley makes it, he'd be one of the first to make it with less than 2,000 hits in a very long time because his career fell off due to injuries. Kyle, and if he makes it, then you definitely have to put J. Roll. Well, I think it, I think it would actually help J. Roll down the line if Utley does get in because it's like, hey, they were next to each other for all those years. Maybe both go in. To uh, to represent that 08 team and the one that got back in 09, Kyle. For you, we'll get the we'll get the first ballot tonight, or the the, the results of the ballot, yeah. and we'll see how these guys do. So Rollins, Utley, do we have two Hall of Famers here, one or none? Well, I, so I think there's a, a great case for both of them. But first of all, somebody from that 08 squad needs to make the Hall of Fame, and I'm it's not going to be Howard. It's, ha- yeah, Howard's not no chance. Right. It's, I mean, Hamill. I think Hamill's got no chance either. No chance. So it's between Rollins and Utley. I don't, like. I agree with you that I think Utley, just based on what we see with the voting, is more likely to get in. But like, I think I'd want to see Rollins get in, man. Like, I'm just thinking of the 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 shortstops at the time that he played, and it was Derek Jeter, who's maybe one of the most overrated baseball players in the history of Major League Baseball. Uh, Tulowitzki, who got to play in Colorado. And uh, who was the other one that we that we talked about a little Nomar bit earlier? Nomar was early. And Nomar Garcia Parra, yeah. yep. So uh, I, I just think Rollins' peak, like at his best, he has the MVP season. I think he was one of the best defensive players in the league. I don't know. I think I would probably try and make the case for Jimmy Rollins. I can't, I'm I'm fascinated to see how many votes they get tonight. Now, I, I don't think either of these guys are getting in tonight. You know, they just no, nah, they don't have. Yeah, there's actually a tracker that's out there. People, this guy, he tracks like as the ballots come in. Hugh, people put it out on their social media. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy. His name's Ryan Thibodeau. He tracks the balloting. He tracks the public votes. Now there are some people who don't reveal their ballots publicly until tonight, so you don't know who they vote for. But some people share it, right? Your writer has a column. He writes it and he puts out the the, the whole thing, and you know who he voted for. So a, as we sit here at you know, one o'clock today, and the the final vote comes in at six. 
Utley has 40% of the public ballots. 40% of the ballots that are out there, Utley is on them. Rollins is at 14.8%. So neither are getting it tonight, but obviously Utley's way ahead and uh, and looks like he could be on his way. I think Utley's a Hall of Famer, not Rollins. 215-592-9494. We'll throw that in the mix as well. I mean, we watched them, and they were both great together. They were an incredible combination. Who gets your vote? Rollins, Utley, or, you know, some people might say neither. I mean, neither are locks to make the Hall of Fame. No, I mean, it's not. It's definitely not a lock. When you talk about the numbers, it's definitely they're definitely uh, borderline. I think that's a great way to and, put it. And, and the fact that they won a World Series together, that kind of puts them in the conversation. Yeah, and, and Kyle said something interesting. That 08 team that won it, right, they go back to the World Series in 09. It would be weird if ne- no one got in from that team. Yeah, because they were a has great to get team. It. Yeah, they they really were, and they played extremely well, man. I remember that's when I was here, and when they wanted the city went bananas. Of course, amazing. The city was bananas. It was it was great, man. It was great to see. The funny part is, if you had if we had asked this question, let's say in two thousand six, who's the future Hall of Famer on that team? Everyone would have said Howard, right? He was the obvious easy answer, the big piece, because he had all those home runs, and he was on the you know he was on a power surge that no one had ever seen. But then he got hurt, and he fell off. So yeah, fast. And, and plus, a lot of time when Howard came up, a lot of people felt like he he they brought him up too late. He, he came you know. up later in his career. Yeah, yeah he came up too late. Yeah, and 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 you missed some of his his better seasons because was it Tomei was here at that time and they he wanna, was yeah and they want to they didn't want to sit him down so yeah but yeah he would have been a lock if he had played a little bit longer. So that actually also hurt Utley a little bit because he was a college player so he you know he went to school and then he got drafted he didn't get I don't think Utley got up till he was twenty four and and then got going. Rollins actually got up the earliest. If, if my memory serves, he was up at like 20 or 21 years old. So he, you know, he obviously became the all-time hit leader here. 215-592-9494. You can chime in on that. Tonight we'll get a, a sense of the future of Rollins and Utley on the Hall of Fame ballot. I think Utley's going to get in one day. I really believe that, and I think he should. Rollins, for me, is one notch below. I thought he was a tremendous player, one notch below. All right, your phone calls on that. Obviously the hurt stuff. Which part of his game are you more worried about, leadership or play? And uh, and Joel, 70 points last night. Incredible. Chris is in Sewell. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, uh, Chris. What's up, buddy? I'm done, I'm done with the Eagles, but I love the baseball talk. What are you thinking on this as we get the Hall of Fame vote tonight? Uh, Joe, I think you're crazy. Um, I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, um, so I was a season ticket holder through that whole run of the Phillies from 05 to 12. So I, I don't care what the sports writer votes. I, it's always amazed me this love affair these Philadelphia fans. Well, I should say these. I'm I'm one of them. Right, you you were there. Uh, you, all these people. You're you're among yeah. us here. Chris. I mean, I I I, I understand uh, why the love affair with Chase Utley. Okay, he he was I guess the epitome of what a Phillies fan would love. But I don't often agree with Howard Eskin. But Howard was there, right? Utley gave us four really good years, and then after that. He was plagued by injuries. He held the franchise over a gun one spring trading until right before the season started to then decide to sit out for a while. Utley's never missed. I mean, Rollins never missed. Rollins was always there. Rollins was by far the face of the franchise through that whole run. Rollins was an MVP. Rollins was a gold glover. That walk-off double that you played there in the highlights was one of the single most exciting plays I've ever seen in my life. Again, Rollins. Yeah, Utley gave us some moments. Rollins gave us a body of work. 
So, so here, Chris, here's why I disagree with you. And, and I, well, here's the part I will disagree with. And your your opinion, you're, you have a right to, and you were there for the games. I don't think it's just Philadelphia fans, Chris. I don't think nationally Rollins is viewed as good of a player as Utley. I mean, I'm going back to their careers. Jimmy made three All-Star games. Utley made six All-Star games. And then you go to MVP, top 10 MVP. Utley finished top 10 MVP more than Rollins. I mean, like, I, I think it wasn't just us. Everyone thought Utley was better. What? We, we're losing one. All right, Chris. So we got that bootleg. Yeah. Bootleg phone. Got a couple people with the bootleg phone. Yeah, that bootleg. You know what? I think there's. it might be one of the lines back here because I've noticed that it's mm. been two people specifically so it's on not one them. line. It's not yeah. them. It's us. Hughes ripping their phone. It wasn't that. thought they had that jitterbug. You know, them jitterbugs don't don't act right. Well, walkie-talkie it, could, it could be us. could be us. Yeah, it's all right. We could be our Accountability. Yep. All right. Let's let's um, let's talk to Chuck, who's up next. What's up, Chuck? Good to talk to you guys. You too, What's up, Chuck? Chuck. What's up, buddy? Hey, you. Let me tell you something. Just remember something. Whatever you talk, people listen. You've been to the mountain. So whatever you talk, people listen. Oh, oh they, they shouldn't He's an that. idiot. <laughs> they, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for keeping it, putting it in perspective for me. <laughs> well, and then now you, you believe you have a lot to offer. <laughs> well, appreciate you. Appreciate that. Anyway, let me, let me get into this Rollins mix here. And, and listen, Utley was a very, very good baseball player. I'm not taking anything away from him. But let's talk about the person, the athlete. Let's talk about Rollins for a second in comparison. First of all, he was faster. Second of all, he had a better arm. Third of all, he was just a better all-around ball player. He was a leader. Utley, I'm not saying, look, you're putting me in a position where I'm not bad-mouthing Utley. Jimmy Rollins was the better, better player. And one other thing, and I think this may not be a big thing to you guys, but if you're a baseball manager and you come down to a big game and a big series, Rollins switch hit. And that's another big advantage. That was. A, a Chuck, that's a good point. But, I mean, if, if you had – all right, let me put it this way. If you had the game on the line, who would you rather have at the plate, Utley or Rollins? Uh, it's Utley. It's Utley. You no, for, <laughs> listen, I can't convince you. And, look, you guys know your baseball. I'm just telling you I like the other guy. Well, I liked him too. But, and I mean, I'm thinking like about the 09 Rollins World Series. Uh, Utley had five – what do you have, five or six home runs in the World Series in 09. I can't get that out of my head. He's the biggest moments. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, being on a team with these guys, and look, let me, I'm not saying this to be cruel or anything, but Rollins is the kind of guy I'd like to follow. Let me ask you this. Let's call spade a spade. Did you think, did you think Utley was a little weird? Yeah, he was a little uh, quiet, standoff. He was a little different. different. Yeah, yeah. I right, pass this on to Jack Fritz, because I was at the game at Hershey, when Chamberlain scored those 100 <laughs> points, because we used to go to the frickin' high school basketball championship game. Oh, wow. But the following night, Uniontown beat Norristown High. But we were up there for the Friday night game. All of about 500 people were there. And if you were ever in a pro game where after each basket, nobody cheered, you'd have died laughing up at that place. But look, you guys keep up the good work. And Douglas, you're a good man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Chuck, you. appreciate you, man. How about that? Chuck bringing the, the uh, who would you rather be a teammate to? In the, I mean, Jimmy seemed like a cooler guy, if that's what we're talking about. Yeah, Jimmy about. seemed like a guy that, that you – he was easy to talk to the, the, the first time I went to spring training. I think Jimmy's good on TV now. Yeah, too. he's really good yeah. on TV. The first time I went to spring training, he was, you know, just breaking down the nuances. 
or playing his position. I thought I was fascinated by it. it was like a kid in the candy store, just like like listening to what he had to say. Yeah, let me make it clear. I'm not anti Jimmy. I mean, I, I'd be happy if Jimmy but got you're just the Hall like, of Fame. You're just thinking, you know, who you who you think has a better chance. Yeah, and which I, is cool. I just think Jimmy was one notch below the Hall of Fame, and I think Utley was a Hall of Famer. But I'd be happy for Jimmy if he got in. They both get in one one day. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, let's go to Pete. Pete's ready now to talk. What's up, Pete? Pete. Yo, you. Can you hear me now? We got you, man. Got you, Pete. So, Hugh? Yes. Guess what I'm talking to you on? What are you talking to me on? On some uh, sunglasses, both headphones. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Congratulations. They sound good, don't they? So, uh, let's get, uh, I'll, I'll keep to the subject matter. Um, first of all, you guys are amazing. Um, Chase, you know, I've met him and Jay Roll. Both those guys, like, they're, you know, A1, A1, right? Hugh? I'm, we're, I'm listening. A1, I'm, I'm, yeah, A1, yeah. A1. We, we got you. Yeah, A1, A, Beachfront Avenue. I'm just kidding. Uh, what is wrong with him? Pete, did you go to Sphere? Vanilla Ice. Yeah, I think it was. Too. I did, I did. Okay, fine. And so Joe, Joe, didn't, Joe knows how to roll me in, Hugh. All right, so I was in Vegas. Are you still in Vegas, Pete? Yeah, you sound like you're having fun, fun. Remember what happens in Vegas, Pete? It stays there, right? We know that. But, but no. So I, I had to go pick up something, you know, underneath the sphere. And I was, like, walking. And I told these guys, I was like, the the uh, security guards at the sphere, I was like, you don't know. You're not going to be coming down here. Oh, you told oh, them. Oh, you told them I wasn't coming. They probably like, like who? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> who the hell? <laughs> they don't know who he is. They, they don't know who he is. Definitely not knowing who I am. Man, but, um, but we can, you know, we can what? move along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle, you, you and Kyle Wheelhouse now. <laughs> We're in Kyle's wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, but uh, what, what do I have to say? Other than I don't know. Hurts. Joe Hurts had a, a a busted knee, and that's why you guys keep on talking about core, uh, you know, coaching and stuff. Hugh, do you yes. think that Joe Hurts' knee was a little bit damaged? He was a little, he's a little binged, he's a little dinged up this year, a little binged up, a little dinged up. Uh, do you think that we had anybody on defense? We had a defensive line that had that struggled mightily to get to the quarterback. So they got tired at the end. They got tired, boss. <laughs> <laughs> like Hugh said, like. You always said there was never one time I was ever tired. I don't think I can say that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it sounded like it ever came out of your mouth. I believe you, Pete. No, I believe Pete. You said it. I don't know about that. This is a joke, quite frankly. I'm just saying, I ain't never used that as an excuse. I'll tell you what, what, one of the lines Pete had there is one of my new favorite from a caller. We ain't talking to Pete no more? No, no. Pete, (laughs) right now, no, we're not. No, Pete can call again. (laughs) Pete sounded like he was having a good time. Well, he at one point, he asked, what am I talking about? I mean, that's. That's on you. I mean, I, I, can't, I don't you know. know. Like, have you noticed that during this time of day, it's, it's amazing how it just feels like that people are having way more fun at this time of day than they're supposed to be having. Well, that's good. That means that people are having fun with us. and then they're, they're Yeah, laughing. but it's, it's yeah. like it just seems like, wait a minute, this is, not, this is kind of. It's early, you mean, for that well, kind of fun? It just feels like it's kind of. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm speculating yeah, I was, like we do on a daily. I was going to say it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and then I remember Pete's on the West Coast, so it's 10 a.m. So it's <laughs> yeah, actually, like that what I'm saying. It's, it's really, really early. It's a little different. Shouldn't be that.
We're, but you know what? You know, Pete brought it today. All right, OG Wade in Chester. Of course, we had a Jalen Hurts topic, so OG's going <laughs> to chime in here as we debate whether Hurts' leadership or his play is a bigger concern. OG! What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What's up, man? What's up, OG? Um, listening to the, to, the, to the noise, you know, and um, I just wanted to remind people, just trying to educate a little bit. Now, Christmas was December the 25th, correct? Uh, they, uh, every year, yep, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, now, like check clockwork. this one out. <laughs> right, so Jalen Hurts gifted his entire offensive line uh, Rolexes, okay? So, basically, I think we can kind of say that he was not stoic and not relatable and not, you know, I'm sure they appreciated a, 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 a Rolex gift. Um, he works out with Lane Johnson at his house with the other, with the other uh, uh, linemen. I don't know many quarterbacks that do that. Lane said that. Um, Jason Kelsey, he went, he was the first uh, guest appearance live on the New Heights podcast. Jalen Hurts was with Jason Kelsey. And in that uh, uh, interview, you heard him relating and talking about how they do things together and all that. So we pretty much know his relationship with Jason Kelsey is solid. Okay. Um, Devontae, I mean, uh, AJ Brown, Stevie wonder seeing that him and Jalen have some issues this year. This is the elephant in the room that none of y'all talking about. None, ain't nobody mentioning his relationship with AJ Brown, whom I believe has been given notice that, they're going to accommodate him with removing him from this football team. Okay? Now, uh, they talked to Smitty about a, a, a Jalen. Love him. They do things with him. Uh, what do y'all got to do? Is y'all got to leave Jalen time to be with his family and have a real life? So I'm telling you all this stuff here. So everybody talking about he ain't hanging out with the guys. He, these are grown-ass million-dollar men. All of them got families. I don't know where y'all been playing at or where y'all went to school at, men don't hang out with men that damn long. Somebody got to go and be men and take care of their families and pay bills. Jalen, along with that $250 million contract, comes with a bunch of responsibilities. Appearances, y'all know about appearances. You got to go do them for your, your station. Why is everybody talking about Jalen is broken? Ain't nothing broken about Jalen. Well, so two, so wait, hold on. So you, hold on, hold on. You, you may be right. I mean, like that he's busier, right? But his, t someone within the Eagles are saying this stuff. That's where Says it's coming who? from. Says who? Well, where, where do you think the stories yeah, are coming yeah, that, from? That, the stories. Hey, know where the stories coming from? These guys need content. No, like wait, that, wait, that's not fair. No, that's not okay. fair. You don't want to. You don't want to hear that, right? No, because wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, hold on. The, the you, here's why it's not fair. We did the same thing, and you were on the other side of it. Then we did the same thing five years ago to the same reporter when he no. had a story about Carson Wentz, and it was no, no, accurate. No, no, no. Hold yes, on, hold on, we did hold this, on. And, I'm, and that's all good. But that don't mean that he's going to bat a thousand. I'm, no, no, but but oh, no, stop. no, I'm not going to do it. No, wait, I love you, but I'm not going to do that. We have to stop this idea. We have the syndrome as fans. What's that? If we don't like something, it's not true. Like this, he a story has quotes in it. I'm not going to call a, a journalist or reporter a liar for quotes. You may not like the story. You may not want to believe the story. And you may say, eh, it doesn't matter that much. That's all your prerogative. But when you call up and you tell me quotes in a story are fake because someone needs a story, you lost me. This, I, I dealt with the same crap with Wentz. Same stuff. And, and to his credit, OG was on the other side of the Wentz thing, and he was like, hmm, this guy's got to be a better leader. 
My point is, I don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. And I'm actually not even worried about the leadership stuff as much as everybody else. I said that all day. I needed to play better. But I, I, I don't, I, that's, to me, that is just, you're living in conspiracy theory land. Let's come back to earth. If, if you have quotes in a story from a journalist, whether or not you want to believe them, they probably were said. Yeah, well, and, I, and I'm a firm believer that if, if there's a story out there, no matter what it is, it's probably somewhere in the middle. There's something to that. And this has been, like, even before it hit the papers, this is something that has been, been said about Jalen probably since the beginning of the season. You know, about him being more of a leader, about him being more, you know, outspoken with the guys and hanging out with the guys. I hear O.G. Way's point, and I respect it, but there's something to it because you can't, you can't deny, O.G., something went wrong this year. And, and Jalen in this situation is either a part of it or the reason why it happened. And, and that's, what, that's all we're trying to figure out. That's it. Like, where did it go wrong? He's a part of it. Or he's the reason why it happened. Yeah, and look, I, look doesn't mean he's a bad dude. I, in no. fact, I don't think I think his play is a bigger issue than the leadership. If he plays better, this all this leadership stuff goes away. But as far as not not believing quotes because you don't want to believe him, I, I'm sorry. I, I live in the real world, and that's not how it works. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop. We'll come back. Your phone calls here on all these things hurts leadership or play. What concerns you more moving forward? And bead seventy points. And Rollins or Utley, who's more deserving of a Hall of Fame vote? Announcement tonight at 6 p.m. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, everybody. If you're in a caregiver in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Ameribest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Ameribest offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Ameribest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, and that's caring for your loved one. Call Ameribest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit Ameribest. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You can justify them moving on from Nick Sirianni with the way the season ended and the way their cape looks. It's not just coaching, though. They have to rebuild the interior of their defense. The linebackers and safeties have to get better. He's going to get given the opportunity to save his job. Who's his offensive coordinator? Who's his defensive coordinator? will determine if Nick Sirianni is going to be the head coach or not. The offensive coordinator is a massive hire. Because, remember, they gave Carson Wentz a gajillion dollars, and then within two years, he was gone. Yep. They just gave Jalen a gajillion dollars, and within a year, everyone's like, well, what's wrong with Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. I don't think Jalen Hurts is broke. I don't right. think he needs to be fixed. Right. But you better hire the right guy. Dan Orlowski, ESPN, sounding off on the Eagles. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. We know Sirianni slated to come back. He and Howie talk tomorrow. 
press conference. We'll air that live on WIP. Who the coordinator are, you know, coordinators are, offense, defense. That we'll find out. We did find out today some more confirmation. Brian Johnson out. He's, I ain't coming back. Like, it don't sound like Brian Johnson was fired. It just sounds like, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with you dysfunctional mofos. Well, you I'm think leaving. he left? I think he left. I don't uh, think he was fired. I think it was a soft yeah, fire. Right. It was a you soft don't think fire. he was fired? Oh, no. You think I, he was fired? Yeah, are you kidding me? Of course think, he was. No, let me tell you why I don't think he was fired. Because Jalen Jalen co-signed for him. And I think that, you know, he they thought about it. No, like, nah, he can't come back either. Like, this is one where you have to, like, as far as coordinators is concerned, if the, especially if the head coach saved his job, you can't keep anybody else. Not Like, no, nah, dog, your boy can't stay. Well, there was a report Jeremy Fowler ESPN had said that it, not everyone in the building's thrilled about that, that the coordinators are gone and Sirianni's still staying. I mean, th- this happens, right? Yeah. Like, and guess who everybody you, is in the building? Who do you think is probably the people in the building? Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I also wonder, is this right. is this an or, the organization saying, you're not, you know, you're not in charge around here, Jalen? Yeah. Sending a message to him. This is a message because it was clear that Jalen felt some kind of way. But this is where it's this is where the plot thickens for me, Joe. Is because say all these rumors are true about Jalen and his uh his lack of calling what was being actually called out there. I mean, you kind of put him in a in a precarious situation when you started going renegade. Like you you kind of you I know agree. expedited his firing. So I don't I don't get it. Like, there's so much about this, this whole story, that we don't know anything about that is just fascinating to me. I mean, because that's what we're talking about here. Like, Jalen, like, think think about the, the storyline. Jalen gets hired by, well, Jalen's friend gets hired, his friend that he's known forever, by the organization to be the offense coordinator. Jalen goes rogue and doesn't like the plays. But with that being said, isn't Jalen part of the – the play design going into the season, you would think, and and with Brian Johnson knowing his skill set, wouldn't you think that that would be a marriage made in heaven? For whatever reason, and it didn't wasn't. as the season progressed, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a marriage made. Yeah, and you said it was maybe he he left a soft firing. Kyle thinks he was. I mean, here's what I think. I think the Eagles were just praying that that Brian Johnson got a head coaching job. They wouldn't have to fire Jalen's guy. They don't have to do that. And the Eagles, I believe, would have received a compensation pick if Brian Johnson had left to become a head coach. Now, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen because some of these jobs are starting to get filled. It sounds like Jim Harbaugh is having a second interview today with the Chargers. That feels like a thing that's going to happen. The Titans got a coach this morning, Brian Callahan from the Bengals. And, you know, so we see some of these jobs starting to fill up a little bit. I don't think Brian Johnson's getting a job as a head coach, so... The Eagles got to move on here. All right, 215-592-9494. Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. What are some results we have today on these polls, Kyle? Are people more worried about Jalen Hurts, the player, or Jalen Hurts, the leader? Uh, Jalen Hurts, the player, is currently sitting at 61%. Uh, Wow. I'm actually a little surprised by that. I am too, but 81 replies on this one. Oh, should we not worry about either, either any part of it? Of course him? not, yeah. Joe. Nothing, oh, nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Uh, another poll. Is Joel Embiid starting to make you believe this year will be different? 61% saying yes. Mm, wow. Uh, Some surprising but, uh, results. Yeah, but, uh, especially yeah. when you think about the people that actually called in and yeah. said no. <laughs> they said, screw this. <laughs> well, I think the interesting number there is the 40% that are still on guard. Yeah. I mean, you, the guy put up 70 points and, and everyone's still like, ah. Yeah, I don't know about I don't that. Know. Uh, one more, or two more. Sorry. 
Should Howard Eskin get a vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame? I hope this is 80% no. Hugh, where do you think the voting came down on that? I would say probably 100% no, like 80% no. First of all, 100% doesn't exist on Twitter. Never. Uh, 83% no. I was close. The second guess. I actually do want him to have a vote so we could rip apart his ballot (laughs) every year. Uh, And then the last poll, which player is more deserving of being inducted into the Hall of Fame? I put Chase, Jimmy Rollins, both and neither. So, uh, you know, everybody that wants me to put the both and neithers, Mm. this is where it's appropriate. Chase, Jimmy Rollins, both or neither. Where do you think that one came? I'm thinking Jimmy. As, as the, getting the most of the votes. I'm thinking both is getting a lot of votes. Both got the most with 47%. Next is Chase Utley with 26, mm. then Rollins 19, 7% say neither. Yeah, and I do think That's just pretty tight, Mets though. fans. It is tight. Yeah, of course. Come on, come on. Someone's got to get in from that team. All right, 215-592-9494. Roger is in Benson. Hey, Roger. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's, what's up, up Roger? Oh, first of all, shout out to Pete and his day drinking man. Like, you, you got to get in. We don't like know that. that. We see, we can't put that on Pete. We don't know that for sure. We can speculate. Yeah, and we I'm, are I'm speculating. Like, I'm pretty certain. I, I, I think I could tell from the phone call that he he, he had a couple. <laughs> you know what? It's it's 10 a.m. out there. Give the guy a break. It's almost it's almost. Five he's in Vegas. He's in Vegas. Like, he's in Vegas. Yeah, you're in Vegas. Right? It might be actually the residual from last night. Who knows? It's only 10 o'clock. <laughs> so uh, on this whole Jalen thing, I, I definitely think it's a, it's a leadership thing. Like. The the play the playability can obviously be corrected no matter or like wherever his faults lie but I, I think leadership is the bigger issue and I see a lot of callers like talking about the money and stuff like we can't forget that Lamar also got his bread so and he's he's still chucking that fire so Roger it's a good point yeah because we could talk about how Jalen may have changed after he got paid well Lamar played his best football after he got paid he actually before he got the money you know was kind of a, I don't know, whatever word you want to use he he didn't go to the playoff game last year with his team like people were questioning his leadership then he got paid and now he's had you know maybe his best year well well no matter what I just hope Jalen cleans it up because I because I got his jersey so I'm starting to feel a little personal about it so here, here, you know. clean it up. I think here. You're not up, the man. only one, yeah. And Roger, hopefully, he stays healthy because the, the the knee injury I think was a big issue there. Roger, what do you think about the Sixers? Well, I mean, let me preface this: I'm not I'm not like a big basketball guy. Like if it's on, I'll watch it, but I'm I'm not like like over into like just checking the schedule and stuff like that. But you, you think it like you think of this the year Joel's put up a lot of 40s, 30s, and then the 70. Like if he stays consistent with it, like dog, I see I see you, big dog. Like keep it going. He's having an incredible season, Roger. I mean, this is, you know, last year he was the MVP. If he plays the requisite amount of games, he's going to win it again. I mean, he's, ha- he's having a back-to-back MVP kind of year. It's nuts. Yeah, well, if he keeps playing like this, I, I do honestly believe that they'll make it past the second round and possibly be looking at a chip coming home to Philly. Well, I think we could say That'd this. Be great. Yeah, and Roger, man, we appreciate the phone call. I don't know if they're good enough to actually win a championship with this group. I don't think they are because I don't think there's enough around him. But – Hugh, man, we have to get to the point. That, like, are there, is there going to be any series he shouldn't be the best player? He should be in, in the Eastern Conference. He's better than Tatum right now. Yeah, you, he's you, so better you, than Giannis right now. So you're saying, like, for more than anything, it's more like a confidence, confidence type of thing for Joel. Yeah, I'm just saying. You usually the team with the best player wins a basketball series. Yeah, and he kind of uplifts everybody else around him. Maybe maybe it's a chance that he can potentially be that. Now, here's the thing. La- going into the series last year, we would have said he's a better player right now than Tatum, but Tatum was better, right? Tatum had the... Yeah, and they the- came alive, man, at the absolute wrong time. Didn't have Tatum have 50 points in Game 7? Like, So <laughs> Joel's got to like play like that in the playoffs, but I, mean, I do think nights like last night, as much as we're trying to celebrate him today, it, 
I can't be the only one that thinks of it. Like, why can't he do this in the playoffs? I don't mean 70 no, points. You, That's no. extreme. But, like, play really well. You, you weren't the only one that thought that. But I also was resigned to say, hey, just just let the moment be what the moment yeah. is. And you're right about that. And it's hard. Like, you know, and you heard some people call in, and they talked about the fact that let me see it in the, in the, in the postseason. That's, that's also fair, especially when you've seen so many demises in the last couple of years. It's hard to defend that. But I told myself last night, me as a as a radio host, I am gonna allow Joel and B Grace because I'm gonna let him have this moment because it's a it's a phenomenal moment, regardless of how you want to talk about back in the day what it was like when you had to walk ten miles to school or whatever it was. It was still a phenomenal moment, and I'm I'm gonna give him his moment. And Hugh, it was really cool that it happened on the anniversary of Kobe. Uh, like the the yeah. perfect storm. The only person that I would probably feel bad for in this 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 uh, situation is Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Because he had, like, this is the irony of the situation. Because I'm pretty sure that Joel Embiid and bo- both of him, and both him and Carl Anthony Towns knew the significance of the night. I would, I would say that, you know, them being, you know, basketball guys. So Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns went into it thinking that he was going to be the dude that they talked about on Sports Center. And then when he looked up at the scoreboard, he's like, "Damn, Joel, Joel and B dropped seventy. Damn." And he and Crowned the Towns <laughs> and lost. lost. Yeah. To, to be the second leading scorer of the night when you have more than sixty and lose, that's were, a gut punch. You were the footnote. Hey, you know Carl Anthony Towns scored sixty-two. Yeah, <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, that that is. <laughs> Let's go to Bear, who's up next at WIP. What's up, Bear? Hey guys, how's it going? Good afternoon. You got it, Bear. You too, buddy. What are you feeling today? Well, I'm, first of all, I'm not on one of those burners that get down at the check cashing place. Those days are long gone, so we, we should be good on the connection here. Anyway, good, I, good. <laughs> I know what he was saying about them jitterbugs. Um, no, just about Jalen and, and the play and the leadership, I just have a quick point on both. Um, as far as the play goes, Hugh, I think you had it, man. He comes off the Super Bowl, he got paid, all of that, and you know really what his offseason, in my mind, reminds me of Rocky Three. When he was getting ready to fight Mr. T that first time, and mm. he's training, but he has all those distractions, you know, the women around and this and that and everything else. And, and I don't question the man physically at all, but I think mentally he's got to get past all that, you know, being in the bowl and the fame and the, and the money and all that and get back to being Mr. T mentally and focused in the basement just working away. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I totally and, agree with that. And in, on the leadership side, uh, somebody touched on it earlier. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him holding a tablet in his hand once. And and it's a little maddening as a fan because if we're sitting there, especially those last seven games, and we're kind of looking at the TV bewildered at what we're seeing, and then they cut to him on the sideline, and he's doing the same darn thing. And and it, it, it's a little frustrating because you just want to see him doing something. Pick up a tablet, talk to somebody, at least look like you're more – engaged and i think his whole attitude coming out you know with the keep the main thing the main thing that's all well and good but i think he just exudes this personality of you know what you go do your job and i'll do my job and as long as we both do that we'll be okay and in the beginning of the season that works but that's not leadership man that's a team of individuals and i just think in the long run that's not going to work yeah and sometimes you got to change your leadership style depending on the year on the team i mean that that's jalen probably doesn't think he's doing anything wrong i'm sure he doesn't because i think i know the guy wants to win so he i'm sure he doesn't think what he's doing is wrong but if the team needs something else he may have to change yeah he definitely has to change and and, and like i said it doesn't have to be you know the rah rah sis boom type situation 
you could be a leader by just being present in the sense that, you know, you don't look so aloof. Hey, hey, man, we got this. We got this on the next down. My bad, fellas. I threw a pick or whatever. That's my fault. I didn't see you. Uh, uh, Dallas, my bad. I'll get you on the next one. I didn't see you that time. I didn't see it. Like accountability. That's all that is. You know, it, it's it's simple, man. Like people feel like a lot of times that a leader is a guy that's all fiery and blustery and, and running up and yelling in people's face. Yeah. You don't you you could be a leader in so many different ways. You really, really can. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Something. what he needs to do. Yeah, and something as simple, like you said, is, is picking up a tablet. Okay, you don't want to be up there and be rah-rah, come on, guys, let's go. You know, be like a Josh Allen, like rooting everybody up and all that. At least if your teammates turn around and they see you with that tablet in your hand, all right, you're looking at things, you're analyzing things, you're trying to overcome what's going wrong instead of just sitting there being like, okay, I'm here, I can handle this, I'll do it, because that, that gets stale. Of course. And you know what it becomes, Barrett, we preach the call, it's perception becomes reality. It's like that in anything in life. And does Jalen not want to hang out with his teammates? I don't know. right? Does, does, maybe it's just he did feel busy. He did feel overwhelmed. But their their perception could become their reality. Like, yeah. like you yeah. keep saying, he got brand new. Maybe he didn't, but maybe they feel that. Well, you yes. got to change it then. Yes, you 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 have to change the narrative. And and that's not me saying, like, you got to go out and, and 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 accommodate everything that everybody wants to do but they need to know that you're all on the same page. Yeah, I think I, that's important. I, I always, you know, Wade called a few minutes ago, and he mentioned he, he didn't want to buy the story, and maybe quotes are embellished. I, I always wonder this. When things like that come out, there's a why behind them. Forget the what. What's the why, right? Why is someone, and I, we don't know who the person is. It could be a player. It could be a coach. It could be a staff member. Why is someone going to Joe Santa Liquido with quotes? I thought the same thing with the Wentz thing. Why? They're obviously someone's trying to send a message to this guy. That that's what I think. They're trying to send a message. Like, yeah, we need you to be a little bit different. Yeah, be a leader. Like there, like I said, there were rumblings and grumblings of him not being as engaging as they would have liked him to be, and that tends to rub people the wrong way because they feel like you're not one of them. You know, as much as I sit here and I talk about football and being in the locker room and 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 being a part of that camaraderie, I'm not a part of that locker room. And it's different. The vibes are different. And, and that's something that, you know, I don't know anything about. They have to fix that. I can sit here and speculate on it all day based on my dealings in the locker rooms that I've been in. But each locker room is different. And they have to figure out a way to fix that. And, and it starts with Hurts. I mean, he's the guy. He's, Definitely he's starts got to be the one. Right, let's go to Angelo in Pine Hill who thinks I'm crazy saying Utley over Rollins for the Hall of Fame. What's up, Angelo? What's up, Joe? What's up, Hugh? How you guys doing? All today? right, you, man. Uh, you, Joe, you triggered me to call your show for the first time ever. I was driving home to let my dog out, and I almost drove into a telephone pole when you said you would rather have Rollins in a, or Utley in a clutch situation over Rollins. Oh, I would, yeah. Do you realize Rollins, or Utley's career playoff batting average is 55 points lower than his regular season average? Because the guy was the least clutch player we had on that team. He had five home runs in the 09 World Series. Five. My lawn chair on Broad Street for 14 years, still waiting for that parade. He had one good series in his entire career. Joe, go back and look at the numbers. That guy, I listen. Well, he also hold on. He, had, hold on. He also, Angela, Angela, he also made the play of the 08 World Series. The play. That was the play that's that won that basically won the World Series. That that play sealed the deal. The play in Game One. The game that was not game one. It was here in Philadelphia. The play he made in the infield, not the home run, not a home run. I'm talking about the, the defensive play he made. 
Okay, well, what about Chooch had two game-winning RBIs in that series? I think that's just as important. Sure, it was, it was very important. But uh, the, the play that really sealed the World Series, in my mind, was the defensive play Utley made. Joe, was where, give me that one time at any time to clinch a series or even to win a playoff game when Utley was up at that late and got us a big hit. You can't find it because it never happened. Well, he also probably got walked a ton. Like he always it was always on base for Howard and always on base for, for uh, you know, Howard and, and Worth, excuse me, always would come up with him on base. I mean, he got he, that was part of his game too, no? No, I, I agree with you, but as you would think at one point the guy would get a big clutch hit to win a game in the, in the playoffs, and it never happened. He was Mr. June. When the game was on the line and you needed him up in June, he was big. In October, he disappeared. Angela, you know that the G- Jimmy Rollins' postseason numbers are worse than Utley's, right? His OPS is like 50 points worse. Agree, but I knew if the game was on the line, I'd rather have Rollins because I've seen him do it before. Yeah, Angela, and I, 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 I respect the way of you. And Angela, we appreciate your phone. It's definitely one of our lines here. It's not Angela's phone. We had to let you go because the. Yeah, that's a I'll chest pat. That that's a, a WIP oh. thing, not an Angelo yep. thing. Um, but the Hall of Fame isn't just about clutch hits in the playoffs. Otherwise, there'd be a bunch of guys that just make the Hall of Fame because they get clutch hits. Be Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. When I think of Hall of Fame, three thousand hits. I think about longevity, like consistency. And, and and being availability. That's what I think about. And and for me, that that screams Jimmy Rollins. Yeah, you know what? That's an interesting perspective because Jimmy does have that, Hugh. He has the – Jimmy Rollins has the old school case. A lot of hits, longevity, and MVP. He's got the old school case. Yeah. Utley's got the new school because that it's war, war, war. His, his peak, right? His five-year best was great, but then he, you know, he didn't yeah. do much after that. And then he had what the, the F and World Series champions. He had the great, the great. Speech. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. A yeah. good, a good, a good championship good speech cuss around word. here. Good cuss words help out tremendously. Yeah, Jason Kelsey took that to the nth degree. I don't give a shit. Well, well, yeah, that that one doesn't hit quite as well, but that's good for the show. You didn't appreciate that one. I saw that one. Yeah, no, I, was... well, yeah, I mean, I'm, we're talking about. Jason Kelsey in a parade speech. Utley in a parade speech, and I got this nonsense. (laughs) Well, I just remember because I was sick that day, and I remember I was listening to the press conference, you know, catching up, and I see Hugh tweeting like, there is no reason for him to to use a curse. No, I don't don't appreciate the coach (laughs) doing it, but everybody else, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But it was just like because it was one of those situations when Coach Sirianni did it. It was in defense of himself. That's how I kind of took it. You know, it wasn't like it was one of those things where, oh, my gosh, using cuss words is awesome. It wasn't like that. Yeah, well, it just was out of place. In yeah, a, in it was a, really out of it place. It was odd. Jay in West Philly. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Jay, what are you thinking? How are you going to say Utley deserved to be in the Hall of Fame when he wasn't the best player on his team? I thought he was the best player. No MVPs. Yeah, that's. I think the MVP. But he had five, six times in the top ten of MVP voting. Rollins once. Rollins had one great okay. year. One great. Year. And Rollins got one year winning it. Ryan Howard got one year winning it. He wasn't the best player on the on the team. I so. thought he was Jay. I, I, I could go how? back. I could go back to MVP awards. That how many obviously, go, how many Jay, hold on. Jay, hold on. In 1991, Terry Pendleton, who was just oh, a dude on the Braves, won an MVP over Barry Bonds. Just because you win the MVP doesn't mean you're a better player. Yeah, my mind it do. So wait, he so wasn't the wait. Best player on the team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought he, he was. These guys were the best players in the league. He wasn't the best player on his team. But we see it differently, Jay. I mean, that's all. I mean, well, I <laughs> you see it wrongly. That's what it is. Well, hold on, Jay. That, Jay, when you. the when the voting comes out tonight, who do you think is going to get more votes? 
Oh, the popular guy, the, the yeah. Charlie Hustle, oh, the guy stop. that makes it look good. Stop he with the Charlie say, Hustle he said, Look, he ran the first base every Char- time, and that's why his knees was hurt. <laughs> Charlie Hustle, as if he, as if he did. First- Hold on. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 